0: God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you you must be so excited. Listen now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. The Last Post with Alice Fraser.
1: Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this The Most Final of Worlds. Today's episode marks the 5th of October of the year 2020, and on this day in history, in 1450, the Jews were expelled from Lower Bavaria by order of Ludwig the IX... 9, Ludwig, 9, bad move. And in 1789, it was during the French Revolution, the women of Paris marched to Versailles in what was called the March on Versailles to confront Louis XVI about his refusal to promulgate the decrees on the abolition of feudalism, to demand bread and to have the king and his court moved to Paris. And in 1921, the present constitution of Liechtenstein came into effect, which we all remember. Your guest today on the podcast is uh, man's man, manliest man, and winner of the Man's Man Award, James Nukise. How's it hanging, man?
0: To the right, Lance. Uh, but it's, uh, it's doing okay here. It's, it's October's hard, you know. October October's a hard month. Hard it's,
1: month for me too.
0: Yeah. It's spring uh, over here. That's that's why. It's uh, pollen. It's... Oh.
1: Not emotionally speaking, but, but the pollen makes you look like you're emotional and oh, that's sort of antithetical to your masculinity.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd never speak about my emotions. That would be, that'd be upsetting. You know, that would probably make me sneeze more than the pollen. You've
1: got to express your emotions through Morse code by punching things in a specific rhythm.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, pun- either punching in, in rhythm or just um, just rage screaming into a punch bag, or whatever's, <laughs> whatever's healthier <laughs> for you. I don't know if you've ever done a Scream class at the gym, uh, but it's it's it you know, really gets you going.
1: I haven't, but I will try it. Coming up today, you'll be bringing us all the latest in communism news. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, a recent survey shows that 90% of people on Twitter agree on Twitter that Twitter is an awful place full of hate and recrimination, highlighting and enhancing divisions where they don't need to exist. Roy Merkinson, a regular Twitter user and Twitter critic, has said, I long for the days when you just indiscriminately hated people from the next town over, and that was what brought us together. Very valid news there. James, are you on Twitter?
0: Uh, I am. I am on Twitter. Uh, and I too missed the days when you could just hate the people next door. It's part of the foundation of Australian-New Zealand relations.
1: It is. And in investment news, as airlines go under all over the world, new market opportunities are opening up for alternative international travel resources. With the growing Zeppelin industry taking off all over the world, billionaires and some governments are investing in experimental underwater tunnels and interstate catapult technology. Stay tuned to that market segment for investment opportunities once they shake out the bugs on those technologies. Uh, You don't want to be part of an experimental catapult tour, do you?
0: Or a German Zeppelin tour.
1: And James Cameron's deep-water mission to the deepest parts of the ocean has made a groundbreaking discovery, or water-breaking discovery. A giant pulsating jelly slug that feeds on rage and emits beams of hypocrisy is growing by the day. Cameron and the scientists attached to the mission have analysed samples of the slug and suggest that this mysterious deep-water creature might be the reason that policemen fetishize the punisher, a violent law-breaking vigilante, that American gun nuts gathering weaponry to defend themselves against government over. Reach are willing to publicly support acts of police brutality and why pro-life people aren't investing in social services for single mothers. James Cameron hopes to descend back to the ocean floor later this week to interview the slug for more information. That's all the time we have for the headlines of stories we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because you can't be what you can't buy and what you can buy is half price right now and a new novel is out by self-published romance maven and online bestseller Dancy Lagarde. Dancy Lagarde's Three's a Crowd is the first in Lagarde's new series of post-apocalyptic romantic fiction with a supernatural twist. A post-apocalyptic wasteland torn by an age-long war. A woman torn between two men. She can't have them both. Or can she? College is a hard bitten apocalypse scientist, immune to zombies and living in a cave near to a human settlement above the ruins of what used to be New San Francisco. Life is just fine. She's got an anti-werewolf defence fence and a ghoul-evaporating gun. She's built a secure refuge living on canned food and VHS tapes. But the arrival of two handsome scavengers turns her world upside down. Jace Borth (laughs) is... Jace Borth is an Ivy League college (laughs) professor-cum-marine... Jace Borth is an Ivy League college professor-cum-marine, hell-bent on avenging the death of his wife. Duncan Chen is an ex-police psychoanalyst and half werewolf who's lost everything. (laughs) His pack, his home, and his mind. He's only alive after Jace rescued him from a waterfall and now he's bonded to the marine. Duncan needs Jace for his sanity, and in return he protects Jace from his dangerously chivalrous instincts. College reluctantly opens her home to these two dangerous men just before the monsoon blizzards shut them in for a three-month season of isolation. And soon passion simmers in every corner of the cave. And the cave is a polyhedron. (laughs) So that's a lot of passion. Within the (laughs) blizzard-bound security of their hidden cave, sharing resources equally, Colleges' attraction to both Jace and Duncan simmers in sexy dreams and in increasingly explicit Jungian campfire stories until eventually a shower accident (laughs) sees her falling into Jace's thoughtful yet muscular (laughs) arms. But Duncan is suffering with his visions that can only be cured by tenderness and their mutually repressed attractions explode into their first extremely logistical sex scene. As things between the threesome heat up, College finds herself falling for these two opposite men. Can the men work past their differences to love her, or will their need to protect College and the fact that one of them's a werewolf? <laughs> Drive her away from them and into something much more dangerous, the monsoon blizzard that no one has ever survived before but that she stomps out into after a three-way fight about who has to wash up the VHS tapes after dinner. <laughs> Find out what happens next in Three's a Crowd, available in all good post-apocalyptic romance fiction bookstores. You going to buy that, James?
0: Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of a film I once saw with Dwayne Rock Johnson. Oh, actually, no, I, I'm wrong. <laughs> I was going to say Stone Cold Steve Austin, but actually it's Jason Momoa and Jason Statham. They're very interchangeable. I apologise, Alice.
1: <laughs> and have you just read A Dancy Lagarde and are feeling a little too hot under the collar for socialising? Try half a glass of water. Half a glass of water, drink it or pour it over your head or crotch to cool yourself before re-entering society. Half a glass of water. Calm the f- down. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
0: That's your ad section for today. The last
1: post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, communism news. James Nokise, you're our communism com-respondent. What's happening in the world of communism?
0: They're out there. <laughs> what a- That's what we've heard uh, somewhere. Um, look, there's, there's definitely some. They come in variations. I don't think we talk enough about there's the, um, it's the Chinese communists. I don't know much about them, but I have an Australian uncle who swears something's going on there. The Russian communists. <laughs> um, and they're, they're... That's
1: the best summation of Chinese government I've ever heard. Something's
0: going on Something's going on there. You've got to really say it with an Australian accent. Something's going on here. Uh, it's,
1: you know, oh, yeah. A million Uyghurs in detention camps. It's a bit sus. Something we don't, we don't
0: <laughs> yeah. know. Don't know, mate. What do you <laughs> know, Michael? Don't know, mate. Something's going on there. Okay, good. There's the Russian, Russian communists. They're out there too. I've got an American uncle who he's, he reckons something's, something's not right. That's his summation of them. So we've got something's going on there. Something's not right. We've actually got the New Zealand election coming up in a few days, although it's 2020. So it's, it's, uh, that equates to a couple of months. People are, are very worried that Jacinda Ardern... Will be re-elected because she's obviously a communist depending on which of the two right-wing New Zealand radio stations you listen to. <laughs> the key evidence provided is people and kindness, which she's been talking a lot about. Uh, you know, one of her slogans has been a team of five million people, uh, which is very communist sounding, I think we can all agree. Um, some would say nationalist, but others would probably say communist.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Yes, it definitely has the has the sound of of something a bit off, as one of your uncles would and say. And something a
0: bit off, as yeah, as as what my New Zealand uncle uh, has has often said, something's a bit off.
1: If you're not relentlessly protect your own family, ideally at the cost of literally everyone else, mm. um, then can you really say that you are a worthwhile human being?
0: Well, I mean, that's that's the classic. 21st century conundrum what do you have to do to prove you're worthwhile human being um or should we just feed you to the octopus not that that's happening over here i just want to no one's being fed to anyone that's that's just, just a rumor That's going around Um, (laughs) as anyone who goes to work for James Cameron ends up on avatar. That's a fact. I know James, uh, we met up for coffee just the (laughs) other day and he told me no one's getting fed to octopuses. They are all going into the sea to work on avatar six, the little avatar.
1: Come on, you missed Avatar Lantis.
0: Well, I, d- I mean, I, I don't I'm, I'm a professional Alice. I don't want to be uh, a City. I think that's Avatar Seven, or that could be the Wrath of Khan. I'm not sure. <laughs> the big issue, though, is the octopus tribe because, you know, they're new New Zealand. We're New Zealand. Um, where, where do the octopus, uh, and of course the relations, uh, which have only been getting stronger uh, since Netflix announced they were commissioning my octopus teacher to more puss. And they, they, you know, where do they fall within? Because if we embrace octopuses, isn't that what the communists want? And do we want what the communists want? And what do the communists want? And if octopuses have eight arms, isn't that the same as a communist spreading their arms all over the world?
1: Essentially, we we're saying that nobody knows what a communist is, but we know what a communist is when we see one, which we haven't seen, but we think we would. Yes?
0: Something about that seems, seems right, as um, <laughs> one of my uncles would say. You know, I think the main communist news for listeners to keep in mind is that they're out there, and we're not sure, but something. Uh, and that's, that's the communism news, <laughs> Alice. That's where we're at.
1: We don't have time for letters to the editor today because that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Uh, If you're one of our listeners in the other dimension, do subscribe to our podcast feed over there. It's an enjoyable thing and uh, I imagine something different for you in your benighted dimension. I don't know what it's like there, but it seems horrible. Your guest today on the podcast was James Nokise. James, have you got anything to plug?
0: Uh, Yes, the New Zealand election is October the 17th and if you would like some coverage of that, you can check my Twitter feed or uh, Google my name because I'll be running a commentary on it uh, to give you the live updates uh, on octopus people. James Cameron and all the big highlights there.
1: I mean, it's a wonderful thing to watch the New Zealand election happen uh, from anywhere else in the world. It looks like a, a beautiful little miniature Sim City doing almost everything right, but some things wrong.
0: Oh, it's, it's delightful! It's del- it's it's so adorable. You'll love it.
1: You even got little little mini Nazis. Just little just little little. little, teeny, little, teeny little ones. Just a cute little thing. The last post is an Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at @alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's a l i t e r a t i v e. Or commit to the full. Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind the scenes look at my glamorous life. There's a beautiful little Patreon community agglomerating there and it's a delight to witness and be part of. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sidekick and thug the iron fist to his velvet glove, is the inimitable pet hunter. As we always say, good luck to you Christopher and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.